0: Did you see the trailer for Ahsoka? Yes, I'm excited. Did you happen to to see a familiar blue admiral?
1: I think you know that I did, yeah.
0: I mean, if you were watching it with your eyes open, you did. Yeah, then you, right? saw, it. Then you saw it. And then if you weren't, we distinctly heard, some say he's the heir to the Empire. I loved it. I was watching it in my car because someone had told me they were like, oh, the Ahsoka trailer's out. And I was like, all right, I got to stop. And I'm like, in my car, I can only imagine like what it sounded like from the outside that like muted, what? You know, some nerd in the car just like screaming high pitched. Yeah. Dude, that gave me that gave me like some serious like goosebumps when they said some say he's the heir to the
1: Empire. I I was like, oh, man, it was exciting. And here's the thing. You haven't watched Rebels, right? You haven't watched Rebels at all. I
0: haven't really watched Rebels now. No.
1: I loved Rebels. Like, we watched the whole thing, and I'm thinking, like, I need to rewatch this show before Ahsoka comes out. Mm-hmm. I think, had you watched Rebels, you would be excited for a lot of the cameos in that trailer because everything that happened, I was like, yes, yes, Rebels I should. So and you good. know, it's so good. I
0: never finished The Clone Wars either. I didn't I finish, never, like, I never I think did I got either. through five seasons of it. I never finished. Yeah. I never finished the last couple, I think it was, what, seven seasons, eight seasons, maybe? I don't know. Like that. I, I never a finished A couple times, so like, I, need to I do, get
1: a chunk into it and then i'm kind of like man, eh, whatever and then i come back and i do a chunk and then i'm like yeah whatever so sometime I just, yeah. I just sit down and power through it but yes rebels it, i started yeah. i got i got
0: i think mostly through the first season
1: i think okay. i got mostly through the first season and then i just well,
0: something i trailed off something came, i don't know something else came on and i was like oh i'll watch that instead
1: so thrawn plays a pretty big role it. in rebels too so it would definitely be okay. worth like the time to sit down and watch it but yes and I, I was excited about that. the Ahsoka trailer mm-hmm. and i uh I thought of you instantly when I saw it. It looks great.
0: Yeah. I immediately was like, oh, I need to start reading the books again. Yep. I need to bring it out. To oh, series. Yeah,
1: it's time. Wow. I'm kind of, I would be nervous to do that. Would they hold up? I don't know. I'd, I'd be kind of afraid to try no, that I didn't
0: even think about that. Yeah. I haven't read them since I was like, I don't know,
1: like 17. They were among the first Star Wars. I I think I read the Corellian trilogy first, like Assault on Salona and all those.
0: Oh, yeah. But yeah. Heir to
1: the Empire was one of the very first Star Wars books that I read. And mm-hmm. like, it's really stuck with me. You know, I've never read yeah, like graphic it's... novel adaptations or anything, but yeah. Oh, I great. didn't
0: even know that existed. Yeah.
1: Okay. Yeah. They, they huh. did a lot of graphic novel adaptations, but yeah, definitely excited about the Ahsoka trailer. I also watched uh, with my son The Young Jedi Adventures. Uh, it's a new show that's going to be on Disney Plus, and they put out oh. these shorts on the uh, Disney or Star Wars like YouTube channel. And it was mm-hmm. pretty fun. One of the Jedi is a little blue bear looking kind of creature. And I was like, is that an Ewok? Are we getting a Jedi Ewok? But I looked it that up would and be awesome, Kooba. So I feel like that's a just a, a thing that they made up for this man. Why not make him an Ewok? That's all I'm hey, saying. Make for him real. An Ewok.
0: Put him on the board, you know, yeah. official. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to This Endorian Life, a Star Wars podcast from the
1: Radio Meanwhile Network. My name is Steve Rudd. I'm Nick Gunning and we're following the Ewoks from Return of the Jedi to the Ewok TV movies, the 80s cartoon, and beyond. We don't have any choice but beyond, Steve, because this is the last episode.
0: This is it. Yeah, there is is only the beyond. The great beyond. That's all
1: that's left. That's all that's left. Beyond Ewoks. That's right. So
0: today we're discussing season two, episode 12. If you've been paying attention... We flip-flopped some episodes. Yes. So episode 12, The Battle for the Sun Star. This episode originally aired on December 6th, 1986, (laughs) and was a rerun on January 10th, 1987, to serve as the series finale. We were
1: we boys. For both of them. That's true. Man, (laughs) I... I'm so glad that we did it in this order because can you imagine going from this episode to Party Ewok? <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> I just
0: like, this is such a great episode. I'm saying I, it up front. This was I, a great episode. This, this is the best episode of Ewoks
1: that's ever been had. This blew my mind and it almost made me I angry know. because, like, I was like, okay, I, if right? you can do this, why the heck did you just make a Smurfs clone? For 26 episodes, you know, oh and then gosh, toss this I in. I don't understand. But I mean, oh. it, it it does kind of function well as a series finale because it feels like kind of a transition into like the Empire and Star Wars and everything. But yeah, uh, we, we're getting ahead of ourselves. We're getting ahead of ourselves. Yes, yes. Let me tell yes. you about this. It was written by Paul Dini, directed by Dale Scott on VHS as Ewok 6, Battle for the Planet Endor. I would like to remind everyone that Endor is not a planet, but in fact, a forest moon. It's. A moon, but yes. that's what it's called. A confusing name for an Ewoks compilation since the movie was called The Battle for Endor. And this is called Battle for Planet Endor. But anyway, <laughs> yeah. that's uh, that's how it was released uh, on, on VHS. Probably PAL VHS. I think a lot of these were like UK releases. Uh, featured cast member hmm. today. This is the last time we're going to be talking about our old friend Danny Delk, who voices Wicked in season two done loads of voice work uh, on video games and some of these we've covered in the past he did a lot of star wars games he did the top gun mm-hmm. game um i know he he did some voice work on agent under fire that james bond game that uh, i remember playing that on gamecube but spanning from 1990 to present at the time of recording he's had a long association with a monkey island franchise so in the in 1990 he did Love some it. voice work and in... do you okay yeah
0: yeah i played that game it's such a bizarre okay.
1: game OK, <laughs> the original secret of Monkey Island. He's in 1990. And then from 1990 until uh, the most recent at time of recording was the 2022 game Return to Monkey Island. And in a lot of these he serves as a narrator. A lot of these mm-hmm. he voices a character named Murray uh, and then other voices throughout. But yeah, it's a, it's a long, long stretch of time where old Denny Delk has been popping up into these Monkey Island games. Man, that's great.
0: To have, yeah. to just be that, the longevity of voice work,
1: it's I insane. was thinking that, too. It's just like, yeah, call him up, and he can come and record a couple of lines, you know. Yeah, like
0: I know a guy, you know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's always available. I'm sure he's always available. Yeah, you know, that's really, that's just cool that he yeah. was able to do that.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's Man, so, wow. it's, I think especially now, you can almost do it wherever you want. Like, I, I've i heard Mark Hamill talking about, like, recording dialogue in, like, hotel closets and things like that just to, like, <laughs> get the sound muffled and everything. So, yeah, nice work if you can get it.
0: Well, his work as the Joker in oh, the Batman Hamill? animated oh, yeah. series is just, oh, yeah. that's freaking Emmy award-winning. That that's, It's so good. You go it back is. and, it's our really listeners, you just go back and do yourself a favor and listen to a couple of those episodes or find yeah. YouTube. Yeah, not find YouTube. Find the videos on YouTube, clips and stuff. And if you can find one of him actually doing it, yeah, it's wild how he it's gets so into his character. Yeah. yeah, and you're like, wow, yeah. that's Luke Skywalker, and you're he sounds right. so evil. That blew oh, my man. mind. Like,
1: because you know, I was watching Batman the Animated Series. Like when it, I remember like staying up and watching, like the yeah, prime time. Like, it was like eight
0: p.m. or something, right? Yeah, like it was. Yeah, eight or thing. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. and when the first joker episode aired like it was years of hearing that joker voice before i realized it was bart camel and then it blew my mind yeah. like same thing i had no
0: mind. idea and when yeah. i found it i was like now i can't unhear his
1: voice yeah
0: and it's so bizarre it's so bizarre
1: i know yeah uh, all right man. well uh crazy I, this plot i mean if you're one of those people and i know like we've had on on social media people have commented that like You know, they're they're Star Wars fans that like the Ewoks. They've been listening to the podcast but haven't actually been watching the show. This (laughs) is one I feel like you need to watch because it is, uh, well, I don't know. Tell us the detailed plot, Steve, because it's unbelievable. I will. The uber
0: detailed plot of Season 2, Episode 12, Battle for the Sun Star. We open to a looming star destroyer orbiting the forest moon
1: event. Right away. it's like Right away.
0: Boom. <laughs> I always type in we open two and then I press yeah. play and I was like huh?
1: yep. yep. Star Destroyer. I, I mean imagine it just like
0: episode four. It opens yeah. the same way with a Star yeah. Destroyer coming overhead.
1: Yep. Right? Anyway, so, sorry,
0: sorry, go ahead. And so the Star Destroyer is orbiting the forest moon of Endor. Dr. Rhaegar, an Imperial Doctor hungry for power, relishes the thought of having the sun star. Admiral Kaz does not share the Doctor's optimistic approach and doubts anything on the backwater planet of Endor could be of use to the Empire, even if the mission has the Emperor's direct approval. Down on Endor, the Ewoks are delivering Jingjang berries to the local Gooba birds' nest to feed the baby Goobas. Aww. Wicket then thinks it's a waste of time because it won't do anything for his belt of honor. But Nisa reminds him that if you help others, they may help you someday. The Gooba babies are so happy about the berries, they lift Nisa into the air and drop her accidentally, causing the whole gang to fall off the tree to the forest floor. Suddenly, They hear an animal crying and find a forest deer encased in some sort of trap. Attempting to get the deer out, Latara accidentally gets sucked into the trap herself. Tebow accidentally gets his pouch of magic dust sucked in, which breaks the trap. Good thing. Mm -hmm. Once free, the whole gang is attacked by Dr. Rhaegar's mechanized walkers, trapping Tebow and Nisa. The Doctor threatens to hurt the Ewoks if they don't give up where their village is. Wicket caves and tells the Doctor where the village is, but the group is taken captive anyway. What a twist. Tells you to trust the Empire, man.
1: Also, Wicket could have said anything and they would have believed it I know, he could have been like... Location, yeah, but he really read it the, out.
0: Where's he, an enemy that right. they've had? Hey, yeah, yeah, past the... Go, you gotta go past the forest, the floating forest, and then... The, yeah.
1: Send him wherever they were going to send Norky to be banished. Send him there.
0: Just Send him where Don't worry about it, our buddy Norky's been there. You're cool, you're cool. (laughs) Wicket, Nisa, Tebow, and Latara are held prisoner inside the Doctor's ship. Fortunately, they befriend a small droid named PD-28 on the ship and convince it to help them escape. Unfortunately, the droid leads them into an escape pod. But fortunately, the Ewoks accidentally activate the pod, hurling from th- them throughout the forest, disturbing all the creatures and making their way, somehow, to their village. <laughs> Meanwhile, at Bright Tree Village, Dr. Rhaegar is laying siege, blasting his way through the Ewok defenses. That is, until Logre grabs the Sunstar and begins to destroy the Doctor's droid walkers. In the fray, Logray drops the Sunstar, and it is claimed by the doctor before he speeds off in his ship. The group arrives at the village too late to inform the village of Dr. Rhaegar. With the Sun Star gone, there is no knowing what will happen next. The village is intrigued by the ship the youth Ewoks took and Latara accidentally reactivates it showing them how to use it. Tebow, Wicket, Nisa, and PD-28 manage to make it on board before they set off once again. Their droid friend PD-28 informs them that Dr. Rhaegar is headed into space, so they pursue to get the Sunstar back. The Ewoks get their first taste of space travel when the artificial gravity is accidentally turned off. Dr. Rhaegar's mission was successful, and the Admiral informs him the Emperor is on his way to Endor now. The Doctor is pleased as the galaxy will soon feel the power of the Sun Star. The Ewoks approach Admiral Kaz's Star Destroyer and successfully dock. However, the Admiral is waiting for them. The Ewoks hide on board while PD-28 tells Admiral Kaz he managed to escape the Ewoks in the pod. The Admiral is furious and orders PD to be recycled immediately. The Ewoks overhear this and decide to split up. Wicked and Nisa will go after Petey, while Tebow and Latara find Dr. Rhaegar and the Sunstar. The group dons disguises that really couldn't fool even the dullest twit. (laughs) However, they manage to fool some stormtroopers and even attract the attention of an overly affectionate mouse droid. They interrupt (laughs) Rhaegar as he examines the Sunstar, who is not fooled by their pathetic disguises. The Doctor forces them to watch him build a mighty weapon which he will first test on them before using it to destroy the emperor Ooh. making him the next emperor Rhaegar launches Tebo and Latara into space in a pod that he will use as his target practice Meanwhile Petey is about to be scrapped but Wicked and Nisa save him in time and head off to find Tebo and Latara They find the doctor and they blast into his lab before they can blow up te- before he can blow up Tebow and Latara in their pod In the ensuing tussle The Ewoks accidentally discharge The Doctor's new weapon Which cripples the Emperor's shuttle As it approaches the Star Destroyer The Doctor is distraught as his weapon Was fired at the Emperor too soon Failing to destroy it Before attempting to destroy Wicket Nisa grabs the Sunstar And blasts the Doctor with its energy Causing him to drop Wicket The Doctor pulls out his blaster And attempts to blast the Ewoks Using the Sunstar to fire back, Wicket disarms Rhaegar, causing his blaster to explode. In the smoke following the explosion, Wicket and Nisa escape, but Rhaegar is captured quickly by stormtroopers who aren't too happy that he fired on the Emperor. Nisa, Wicket, and Petey race to their pod, and Nisa replicates Latara's activation sequence with her butt. Before they head home, they pick up Tebow and Latara in their floating pod. Meanwhile, Dr. Rhaegar faces the Admiral who informs him that the Emperor plans to banish the Doctor himself. Stormtroopers carry the Doctor off and deliver him to the Emperor's personal shuttle. Dun-dun-dun! Back on Endor, the gang arrives and wholeheartedly thank PD-28 for helping them. They invite PD to stay, but he insists on returning to his real master before the Emperor stole him. Petey parts way in their borrowed pod. As Petey flies off, Latara makes sure to remind Nisa that she always says, if you help others, they'll help you someday. Nisa giggles and agrees with her. Roll credits.
1: So the Gooba birds never come back, though.
0: No, the Gooba birds never come back.
1: Doesn't it seem like they should? Doesn't that seem like the setup?
0: It was the lesson, right? So after when that was said, I was like, wait a second it seemed too weird that Nisa giggled. So I rewound and I caught the line where Nisa said, if you help others one day, they might help you. So Latara, so it was only fitting at the end that Latara was like, so I always say, you know, yeah,
1: yeah, (laughs) which, which is
0: perfect. You
1: know, I guess it just seems like the setup there was that they helped the goobas in the beginning. And it seems like the goobas should have somehow would have been the
0: ones to help them. them Yeah, that
1: didn't happen, but, but it makes sense
0: that, you know, they helped PD, P.D. Yeah. helped them. They helped yes. P.D. Right. Yes. You know, so that was the return. You know,
1: I shouldn't complain about this because as you said, this is clearly like the best episode of this series. Yeah. Clearly. It's the only one that feels like Star Wars. I felt a little cheated that we didn't actually see the Emperor you know like you see the ship yeah, I was looking forward see- to that I was too and at the end uh, like the yeah. it drops down like the door drops down and you think somebody's going to walk out but they go in and you never actually see him and i think that would have been really cool to see yeah. the character but and here's the thing that only you and I care about. And that's like the canon of where you place this stupid show, like in the franchise. <laughs> yeah. This kind of definitively proves that it has to be before return of the Jedi, because the emperor is alive and in power. The emperor
0: is alive and there's no death star. Yeah.
1: So, it's right. pre- and, yeah.
0: so it's like the emperor is coming to check out what's right. going on. Right. Right. You right.
1: Know? Yeah. So there you go. I mean, that that's pretty definitive, I think, but I just don't understand. Like, I don't understand if they yeah. could use these characters in this world. Why did they only do it this one time?
0: Yeah, it, it's really a shame. And the, the first thing I thought of was when they dropped the Doolocks. Yeah, they should have replaced the Doolocks with Stormtroopers. Yeah, and the Stormtroopers would have been the dopey. What? Oh, yeah. You know, like yeah. the the goofy like slapsticky they can't get things right you know there's an admiral or a captain that like keeps getting hoodwinked by the ewoks and it just it would have set it up better too with like oh the the ewoks this isn't their first tussle with the empire which is how they beat them eventually because they figured them out you know what they're bad at or what they're good at and exploited it right it was so so
1: jarring to see stormtroopers and stuff You know,
0: know, it was so jarring to see that Star Destroyer. I was
1: like, that's a Star Destroyer. I know. What the heck? Yeah, they really went for it, which is crazy. I had to look up Rhaegar because I thought maybe that was, um, I thought maybe some of these characters were a carryover from like the droids show, you know, because like he looked Mm -hmm. familiar to me, but I guess it's just like an 80s character design. But no, it's, you know, his only appearance is here. Yeah, he's a one-off. And that's just a one-off. Yeah,
0: that's my, you know, like, I don't want to get into the, oh kvarks but like that that was my one negative about and i had to think about it for a while you know that i was like really what about this episode and i thought an estranged doctor really yeah you know like i I don't know that that to me seemed strange i think you know i I mean they probably
1: couldn't like really he should have been like a sith you know because like the relationship between rhaegar and admiral kaz is pretty similar to like you know vader and then he had like the imperial commander that he was always like yes
0: he also assumed with the emperor gone he'd be emperor right so there is some sort of hierarchical yeah. like he would have to be like either some sort of sith yeah or like a mystical warlock I, type, yeah. type deal With they the, must with the have the just sith. not
1: been able to do that because it's because it's too obvious and like i was trying to say the sequel trilogy has the same with with kylo ren and and hux you know it's that same relationship between like the well they didn't have the sith yet of course that wasn't like a
0: thing right right? i mean we didn't hear Sith in four five and six right did did we ever hear
1: no but sith is actually in the original alan dean foster novelization of the first one so like the term the concept Uh, of the sith was there from the beginning but it's not said in the movies but but it's not ever said but i feel like that was still the idea that he was supposed to be a yeah. bit of like a vader kind of stand in well you said it at, at the start but like right at the beginning when well first of all we start on a like a, a starscape and we get mm-hmm. the title and it almost feels like a wipe as it goes up and then you see the imperial like it was yeah. very very star warsy which was exciting i loved hearing the star wars blaster sounds like when the, oh, when the yeah I mean, it was all like, the, sounds, the sounds, the door
0: sounds. That, yes. like everything was Star Wars. And I was like, oh, this is great. Like, the it was so refreshing. Droids,
1: the fun droids. Like, I thought Petey was a really fun, <laughs> like, giving him the backstory of, like, wanting to get back to his original master and stuff is just cool. Yeah, he's so much fun. I, I love that he had, like, an arc. Like, he was, he missed yeah. his master. Like, he could have stayed with the Ewoks, but he's going to, like, take the escape pod and go off and try to, like, reconnect with his master. I'm like, let me watch that show. Can we spin it off? Is yeah. it too late?
0: I Is he going to be in droids? I don't know.
1: I, I don't know. Maybe.
0: Oh, That would be cool.
1: That would be cool. I loved the village. Like when the village, first of all, like I don't, I really don't get why Wicked told him where the village was. That was crazy. <laughs> but right. we saw everybody like, you know, we saw the yep. walklings again. We saw, you know, low of course, got some play. I feel like we've never seen chief chirpa and Shadu interact for one. And they were like together. Yeah. We
0: I don't think they've everybody. been in the same frame.
1: I don't so, and we saw everybody. So it was a really, you know, I was looking at this as a finale, and I Mm -hmm. thought that it was really nice, you know, to see the whole gang and like Wicked get something for his belts and like, you know, it's not, it doesn't feel like a big resolution, but it feels like kind of a level up and in storytelling and was suitably epic, I think, to be a finale, which was nice.
0: And it's also hard to believe that this is Paul Dini. and Dale Scott that it's like it's this feels like completely opposite from what we are used to. Yeah. From both of these guys. I would be really
1: interested. I looked to see if there was any kind of like commentary on this episode or interviews and stuff. If there is and listeners know about it, please find us on Twitter or Facebook and let me know because I was trying to figure out like, was there some restriction that was lifted? Was there some like, all right, go ahead. And like, use the empire yeah. and everything. The season's ending anyway. I yeah. Like yeah. is it was because it was the end. I, I just don't know, but it's so odd. It's a complete reversal of like everything they've done yeah. before. Why not do it all season? Yeah, I know you make a point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What is it? What is your Ichiwawa moment? What was the most exciting part for you?
0: My Ichiwawa moment was the fact that this was the first star Wars yeah. episode. I mean, we've, we've been crying about it all season and man, if these episodes were half as Star Warsy as this one, a quarter, I think yeah. we would have been happy. Uh, you Me know, too. that would have been like, eh, you know, like oh, it was a silly episode, but like they at least had a fight with stormtroopers, or they yeah. fooled the stormtroopers, or the you know, like there would have been like an essence of this is still Star yeah. Wars, not yeah. some weird Smurfs reboot. You know, yep. so. I think for me, it was just, yeah. Like the, just the very opening. I I got like goosebumps just being like, Whoa. Yeah. This is it. This is a star Wars episode of Ewoks. Bizarre.
1: Yeah. There's a million things I could say that was mine, but they all kind of fall in that same category. I really liked hearing all the sound effects again. That was great. Uh, But I think the thing that I, that I liked the most was PD and his little PD 28 and his, his whole thing. like, how mm-hmm. he got there, him trying to get back. I just thought it was very like, you know, and originally like in Lucas's mind, C-3PO and R2-D2 were going to be like kind of the stars of Star Wars. Mm-hmm. And in a way they are. Yeah. But like their journey, like trying to get back to their original masters and stuff is so like quintessential Star Wars that give PD-28 that kind of a story and like having it sort of go off and he's going to like try to do this. I just thought was really cool and felt, you know, like a, like a, you know, a, a Star Wars thing to do,
0: you know what I just realized too. I feel like those droids that Dr. Rhaegar had almost looked like the droids from the Mandalorian. oh, okay. They have a similar like head. I had to go back and look. these are they're kind of like dome headed, yeah, but they got that like piece in the front. They got the the angled eyes. yeah. They look like those destroyer droids or something yeah. from from the uh, uh, whatever his name is, Moff that. Gideon's like yeah. personal droids. Yeah, or at least kind of like a spinoff of it, right? Yeah, and so it's just like and there they are, kind of like that's almost like a a nod to that this type of droid. But yeah, like that PD twenty eight was great, man. It was. You're right. I mean, that was yeah. such a he was such a gem in this episode, even though he wasn't, even though this was his initial. First thing, I felt like he was very Star Warsy. That, and see, <laughs> like even just you know,
1: just having a character like that, I think would have been really helpful to the Ewok series. Because remember, yeah. I do not remember his name, but in Battle for Endor, they had that little friend who was really small and could like zip around really quickly. Do you know who I'm talking about? Oh, yeah,
0: a little like wispy old like yes. leprechaun dude, the white leprechaun. Yeah,
1: just yeah, like the little fuzzy, but having a character who's not an Ewok, who's kind of like a sidekicky character would really help. So if like PD-28 was there the whole time and he was just kind of like in the mix of it, I think would have really added a nice bit of like layer to the storytelling. Or just just go back and get Larry. Just go back and get Larry and have Larry be a (laughs) a regular. Well, Larry
0: was such a great character because they set up kind of like his own little mini arc in a 12-minute episode. They managed to do it, right? Yeah. Where if PD, I think... I, I think... I think you're right that one, the one of the greatest aspects of this character is that he had his own little arc. Yeah. Now we probably would have just been as happy if he didn't. Yeah. And it was just, Hey, I just want to help you. Yeah. You know, you know, but the fact that they set up this little mini arc and they were kind of able to close it at the end of the episode, like, dude, why not have done this all season long? Like you did it. It's not even like they did this episode at the beginning and then kind of started going downhill. Yeah. We we kind of started going downhill and all of a sudden this episode, like I mean, yeah. I'm surprised that people they didn't make a third season based on this episode. It's
1: so strange to to have this episode thrown in here just the way it is. Because it's still like it is it is a little unbalanced because some of the some of the like ewoky aspects of it still felt stupid to me like i'll give you my my oak of arc moment was oh when yeah the, yeah like when they get pulled into the uh the uh, escape potty thing and they're like getting pulled away and latara there's like a close-up on her face and she's like we're gonna die like all big and crazy <laughs> i thought it was so <laughs> irritating and like the their stuff weird
0: slapstick I, yes
1: the yeah. stuff that i didn't like about this episode was all the stuff that's been irritating about season two. Yeah. So, like, it's still present, but I don't know. Like, I, something about just having, like, recognizable and cool things happening made those not as annoying to me. But that Latara moment was definitely my Oak of Arc. What was yours?
0: That's so her, though, you know. Well, mine oh, yes. was the, the doctor, you know. Just, like, yeah, maybe that's weak. I, I just thought, like, oh, really? And a strange doctor? But I guess it kind of makes sense that I, he's, I like... I really he...
1: think it's because they couldn't say he's a dark Jedi or whatever because he's fulfilling uh, yeah. that role so yeah. there must be it some would have been... legal reason why they couldn't say that but yeah that's true it didn't really make any sense Rhaegar
0: who was such a strange name I, I don't know it just seemed like wouldn't it have been cool if it was just like a rebel um, he reminded me of like the antithesis of Indiana Jones mm. where he's like the Indiana Jones character but the bad version of him where he's like right. working for yeah. yeah, you know what it reminded me of too. You ever played a game Return to Castle Wolfenstein, where it was I just like the original the,
1: Wolfenstein way back in the day? But that's it. yeah,
0: the Wolfenstein 3D. No, this was like I, I think I think Return to Castle Wolfenstein was the second iteration that came out okay, in like okay. uh, maybe 2001 or oh, something. Yeah, 2002, no. like a long time ago. Anyway, but um, it was like the it was the it was about the 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 Nazi Germans looking into the occult Mm. for weaponry and power to defeat the americans and or to defeat the allies right so this was like dr Rhaegar is in the is an imperial doctor that's like oh i know of this sun star that will give give me power but he's gonna take it for himself rather than like allow the emperor to have it you know and so is the sun star some sort of like like jedi sith relic because we go to in episode nine right there's that yin yang symbol inside of that jedi temple where luke disappears right and so it's like is the sun star does that represent something like that yeah you know
1: maybe Uh, Maybe. uh, i mean
0: because it is yin yangy right so now it's just like man now there's like this is the episode that they ought to be, <laughs> they ought to be like right. including some lore stuff from because it's Close, like it's packed stupid, with it, dude.
1: We waited this long to get it. I mean, we've already kind of yeah. hit the moral lesson, and that was like the uh, help others because you never know when you're going to need help yourself. Yep. You know, mm-hmm. which is not the most altruistic way to say help others, but it's like help others. You should help people you.
0: because you're you right. think they're going to help you yeah. back. Yeah. You should just help people, you know. So, how many, but yeah, I get it.
1: I thought, do you give this episode? Dude. I'm gonna go for five. Five yeah, out of five. I have to agree. I, I to agree. It's what I've so wanted good. the whole time, and we only got it once.
0: This was the bar. This was the bar that, yeah. like, I wish I could be. I wish I could be giving this episode like a four point two five because <laughs> right. there's been an episode that's better, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. like oh, this is like a four two five yeah. or four five. No, but like, I remember giving four fives to episodes that were like not Star Warsy at all. But were fun and the story worked and it was engaging and I wanted to see more than a twelve minute episode where this I was like, Oh yeah. I feel like we're coming to a close and it's yep. just so good. Yep. Man, what about you? Well
1: Yeah, yeah, I think I I would have to go five, too. I mean, I think it's yeah, of course. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't know what else you can do. And it's not that it's a perfect episode. You know, there are still Mm -hmm. irritating parts and there are things that don't quite like connect, but it's just like this is what you do. This is how you make an Ewok cartoon. in
0: comparison to everything, this is uh, this is I mean, this is this was the script. This was the how do we outline our episodes? This should have been it. That's why I give it a five because it's like yeah they could have done this type of episode 12 times yep and she just changed it around a little bit yeah and would have, it would have been fine they could have had dr Rhaegar as a returning character in they place could. of morag You're somebody trying rag. to get the sun star yeah. except for the fact that like they just kept adding new people and it's just like wow everyone so nobody, nobody knows about the sun star on endor but everyone not on Endor knows about the Star. Yeah,
1: right. <laughs> you know, somehow, like some weird stuff. Somehow it's well known. Well, let's do it. We have all the episodes in the can now. We've seen them okay. all. Let's talk a little bit about the series as a whole. So here is, <laughs> here's a question. It's a dangerous question to ask considering our podcast is so heavily focused on the Ewoks TV series. <laughs> Would you <laughs> recommend <laughs> that someone watch the Ewoks cartoon? <laughs>
0: oh man you've been waiting all week to ask me that question
1: yeah
0: um my answer is no because you should find out about the ewoks by living vicariously through our podcast that's the textbook answer i you know i i think i would recommend it to somebody who had kids uh like our kids age you know between like five and ten and then watch it with them right like
1: it's i i don't think that i i honestly don't think that i could like even not to an
0: adult person no not to
1: an adult but i feel like even as a kid's cartoon it just doesn't really work because it's so all over the place and sometimes it feels boring and a lot of times like when i would put this on like to watch for the episode my son would be like oh can can't we watch something else you know like it was brutal even though he, yeah i know even though he you know he enjoyed some of it it just wasn't really like yes i have to watch this so i don't know i would be yeah. hard-pressed to tell somebody they have to watch it i think i'm more forgiving of the ewok movies yeah. You know, I think like get some friends and a pizza and watch Caravan of Courage and Battle for Endor, and like you'll have a good time. You know, like they're yeah. not great, but I feel like those, you know, you have Warwick Davis, it kind of is expanding that, you know, the Ewoks and Endor a little bit more. You're seeing the mystical mm-hmm. sides of it and stuff that I feel like has some value. This, I would, I really yeah. would be hard pressed to say, yes, watch 26 episodes of this,
0: you know? Yeah. And it's funny, like, I've seen episodes of droids before. I believe I, I'm, yeah, I I'm pretty sure I have. So when we watched yeah. that, like I remember that feeling fairly Star Warsy, mm. right?
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, you have you have Anthony Daniels sc C-3PO, and you got R2D2. I mean, like just the yeah. visuals of it.
0: Just the visuals alone, it, it just felt it felt very the dynamic between the two characters. I remember was very spot on. Yeah. With the 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 movie um, saga, oh yeah, oh, yeah. So, for, sure. for sure. So this, it's just like you know, ah, the Ewoks in this felt very much like Ewoks from the return of the Jedi. Yeah. You know? So,
1: yeah, I I mean, honestly, like looking at this, like, I don't think I would say like, never watch it. It's garbage, but I feel like I would say, (laughs) you know, watch a couple, like watch to save Deej from season one. That was one we really liked, you know? Yeah. Like the rage, right. That was a pretty good one. and, And I think if, somebody was like i i'm never gonna watch the ewok show you know i might be like we'll try battle for the sun star i think if it was somebody who is not gonna watch the show but wanted to get a taste of it i would say battle for the sun star because it has things that you know you will recognize as star wars like i think it is the only one that adds any kind of like any kind of dimension to the storytelling of of what star wars is because you see yeah you see sort of like a proto Vader, you know, on this a little side quest, you know, you see like the Empire sort of building and looking for these, you know, mystical things. And, yeah. you know, there's there's something there. But I would be really reluctant to tell somebody, yeah, watch, watch all 26 episodes.
0: It would be like, you know, when you were a kid, did you love Care Bears and the Smurfs? then maybe we'll just watch watch this. (laughs) (laughs) Did you love those? We'll just watch those again. Yeah. Yeah. No, Like, I mean, yeah, I mean, it might be, I mean, I think if somebody, I think if I was talking with somebody and they were like, Oh yeah, I remember that watching that as a kid, then I might say, why don't you go back and, and watch it? That'll be fun. But like, yeah. To somebody who's like, "Eh, I'm only a casual. like, Yeah. I've seen, you know, 1, 2, and 3, episodes 1, 2, and 3, I'd be like, yeah. why would you even, you know, request say, oh, yeah, you should totally watch this. Yeah, This has nothing to do with episodes it, 1, 2, and 3. Yes, you I know? mean, this
1: this has to go in a for completists only kind of category. You know, yes, like, if you completist. particularly like the Ewoks in Return of the Jedi, then maybe <laughs> check one out. You know, if you want to see everything Star Warsy, then, like, you know, dip your toe in the water here a little bit. But I think yeah. the thing that I really can't get over is just how inconsistent it is. You know? Yes. Like we had sort of that serialized arc in season one and we had a more serious tone in season one. And then we switched to season two and it's like Looney Tunes snorks, rip colors were bubbly. The colors were
0: off. The voices were off. The stories were just
1: chaotic. If it was always like the serialized kind of thing. And even if I didn't like it, that would have some value if it was always just like, yeah, it's goofy 10 minute episodes of you walk hijinks, that would have some value. But like watching it as we have, like basically every week for the last this is our 50th episode. You know, like we've oh, yeah. we that's we right. Have been entrenched in this now for 50 episodes, you know, and watching it the way we have, it's just you never know what you're gonna get from episode yeah. to episode. And it just makes the viewing experience like not rewarding. You
0: know, and it's been I mean, if it's even been the difference between like, man, we really hated, you know, like Episode 7A, but 7B was awesome. Like they had nothing. It was the same team that wrote it. Yeah. But they had a feeling like they were written by completely different teams. And that's what's so
1: crazy, because 90 percent of these episodes are either Bob Carew or Paul Dini, you know. And then you just have a few Linda Wolverton, you know, Michael Reeves, just a few tossed in here who wrote other ones. And and it's crazy to me with that, when the writing team is so small that even mm-hmm. with that it can't it can't stay consistent. So yeah, th- those would true. be my yeah. ones, the ones I mentioned to save Dij from season one, I think is a good standalone. Really liked the rage, as we've said multiple times. And I think like for just a bite of Ewoks where you want to see some Star Wars, battle for the Sun Star. I feel like if any is required viewing and I use that loosely, it would be Sunstar, <laughs> you know, just I for think purpose.
0: was Larry's from Homes where the shrieks are. Oh, right. The, uh, I think that's. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's only because I love Larry. I and the fact that Larry. he comes back was such a great I mean, yeah. that was we needed that. We needed, yeah. we needed that little breadcrumb to continue yeah. through the, the series. I, you know?
1: The Leaf Queen, you know, was a fun Leaf character queen. to see yeah. a few times. We only saw the Wistie who's always in the um the opening, you know, what's is is, is Rina? Yeah. Who was in Caravan is Rina, Courage. Yeah, the princess she's, is Rena or something like that. She's like the little fairy creature, the little the queen of the wisties. You know, she was in the movie and then she was in like one or two episodes of the series but she's in like the opening credits of everyone not a lot of recurring characters and the Dulocks just disappeared yeah, you know they just
0: are just I gone i don't man. know
1: like the last time we saw a do-lock, i don't even remember but their their presence in season two was next to nothing they so.
0: were referenced only in what the party ewok right because the ewok, pugs were yeah. like oh yeah there's a party at the duloc camp let's yeah. go that and was it's the, just like
1: that was the poster that wicket made we
0: yeah. didn't even get to see the duloc camp know. <laughs> you know? Know. like that would have been nice you know yep. all right would have yep. been a little a little 10 second scene of the pugs pulling it up was, and uh, starting to bully the dulocs would have been great
1: none of this uh none of this was how i was uh, expecting it to go even the Ewok movies, which I had more yeah. memories of than that, none of this has followed what I thought was going to happen. What I thought my response was going to be, because I love classic cartoons, I love '80s cartoons. Yeah. I, you know, have a lot of '80s nostalgia, and I was expecting that all to come washing back to me. So I sort of feel like we've bamboozled people into listening to this podcast about a show we hate.
0: <laughs> It only, it hey man. It's only uh, only up from here. I That's mean, right. I got to be honest. Just right. was...
1: think of all the memories we've made. You know, the the <laughs> no. way we've tortured Hillary with that terrible episode. All the time Crystal Storm has put into all this. All the time she came back and we uh, made her come back and it was yeah. just as bad. <laughs> yep, just as bad. A lot of a lot Oh, of Sally.
0: Memories didn't we have sally come for that one episode that was supposed to be like spooky but it like totally was not
1: haunted village and it was not scary at all (laughs) not haunted or scary at all (laughs) yeah we had the time that uh you missed the recording and kendra and i did an episode without you oh yeah
0: (laughs) which will never happen again because it was too good and when i listened to it i was like oh man Never again. he's out. She's <laughs> Never out. again is that happening? Uh, I think like, I texted you right fingers. away. Like you did. Nope. Yeah. Nope. I, I I heard it. You guys are too good together. Can't have it. Can't remember having.
1: Crazy. I mean, fifty episodes. You know, it's been two years and fifty episodes. Yeah. Yeah. People are still listening. <laughs> I know. My favorite. My favorite thing mm-hmm. about the start of this podcast is I was just driving to work one day. And they announced. Vintage, and I was like, Oh man, it would be so fun to do like a vintage Star Wars podcast. And I just texted you out of the blue and was like, Hey, we should do an Ewoks cartoon podcast. And you were like, When <laughs> I am ready, <laughs> that's, that's all it took. Just a random thought while I was driving to work, oh, and you dude. were just like, I'm 100% in. And here we I are. I had purchased this microphone later.
0: and yeah. did nothing with it. And, and when you, you said that, I was like, it I was am a, ready. Yeah. I am assigned. ready to go. Let's do this. It was just
1: fine. <laughs> yep. Well, I may not have enjoyed many of the episodes, but I've enjoyed every episode we've recorded together. So that's, that's something, that's something.
0: We've always had fun. We've always managed to find some fun aspect of the episode, however terrible it was. Yeah,
1: that's true. And now, I mean, truthfully, like who is more of an expert on Ewoks than you or I now? Nobody.
0: Nobody. Nope. We are the, the, I'm expecting my call from, you know, Lucasfilm, not yes, Lucasfilm, whatever they uh, have Disney. To do, when, yeah, w- yeah when mm-hmm. they're gonna, we need somebody to come in. Are they dressed yeah. right? How's the voice? Somebody's got to get write the colors right.
1: The Ewok Bible for a for a future series. They're gonna have to call us. <laughs> but um, should. Should. yeah,
0: you know how they have all those books like the Jedi Tome and yeah. like the Sith writings. We need yeah. to make one that's like the Ewok, Ewok, Ewok guide Cookbook or the you,
1: Belt
0: oh, yeah, warrior belt guide. Yeah.
1: <laughs> oh my gosh. Own, like, I'm Boy calling, Scouts. G- I'm calling DK publishing right now. We're gonna make this happen. <laughs> Let's talk a little bit oh. about our our post-Ewoks. I mean the Ewoks will always be a part of this podcast, of course. Oh yeah. Let's but, be uh yeah. looking ahead, our very next mm-hmm. episode on May the fourth, so Star Wars Day, everybody. Uh, we're gonna oh, be yeah. talking about Beth Revis's The Princess and the Scoundrel, which is a Han and Leia book which features the Ewoks pretty prominently low gray yes. and wicked Chir- chief chirpa all get specific shout outs and scenes so very ewoki. so hope you'll uh, read along with us there then we're going to be moving into covering the ewoks comic books there was a comic book spin-off mm-hmm. of this and the droids cartoon yeah man how exciting is that so all yeah. fun stuff kendra does she has requested an episode of droid so we'll have to we'll have to get okay. her back on
0: but you, but you have to we'll bring everyone too. back on yeah i mean let's be honest true. we all gotta that's true of, i know looking get ahead i'm
1: like how can we lure crystal how can we uh <laughs> what what halloween special can we get sally back for
0: she'll be back crystal was the one that i feel like we tortured the most yeah that got the worst episodes
1: i that's think That's true that's true but yep i, I think you're I right now yeah I don't think you're
0: she'll right. come back she'll come back Together. yes
1: i agree well i'm looking forward to uh taking our full steps into the beyond here for for our next batch of episodes remember the yeah. uh the book club crossover we're doing with how's things is the princess and the scoundrel by beth revis and then on to the ewoks comics in the droids cartoon yeah
0: i'm excited man I, i'm i'm enjoying uh princess and the scoundrel it's okay. good okay yeah it's all it's, right
1: it's a little good. sizzle a little sizzle for next time all right well uh yeah. happy 50th episode steve yeah happy 50th episode thanks for listening everybody
0: yeah thanks for joining us on this wild ewok ride <laughs> as the ewok chapter of our adventure ends yes we'll be, we'll open a new chapter of the droids and right. there'll be a couple crossover stuff so oh, you yeah. know we'll, we'll get a we'll still we'll still see our old friends oh, yeah. Yeah, we, we've, got,
1: we've got some more Ewok contact hidden up our sleeves. So they'll oh, be yeah. back. They'll be back. And All I right. got
0: long sleeves, man. You do? Yeah, lanky. I do. All right. Very lanky, long. Yeah. All right. <laughs> see you next time. Yeah. We'll see you next time. This Endorian Life was brought to you by the Radio Meanwhile Network. Other shows on the network include 90s Music Got Me Like, 9021 Here We Go, and Previously on X Men. Share your thoughts on this and upcoming episodes by following us on Facebook or Twitter at Endorian Life. And please rate, subscribe, and share this show wherever you get your podcasts.
1: E chihuahua! Eat chihuahua!